We headed to the home stretch in quarter number four on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. This is quarter number four of the Keystone Kickoff Show. We're shifting our focus back to Penn State wrestling. After a couple weeks off, I out of, out of one side of my mouth last week, uh, Jeff Byers joining us, last time we were on, I said it's going to be weekly the rest of the year. And, uh, and then promptly we go two weeks without Penn State wrestling. Two weeks without me, too, which I don't know what's the bigger loss here. But uh, we're back talking about Penn State wrestling. Uh, pretty good timing for considering uh, what these guys did Friday night uh, in Madison, kind of a crazy road trip on on a Friday night. They go in there, beat a really good Wisconsin team, twenty eight to twelve. Uh, I know there are a couple of things that stood out to me, and I'm sure you'll bring them up here. But what were some of your big thoughts on that match to be able to go on the road and take care of business against a good team? Yeah, I think uh, I think from a, the Penn State perspective, I think you're you're pleased with the effort that all of the kids are giving, and you know, I, I know it's. Uh, a tough spot right now for Gary Steen, and obviously that's a, a really tough opponent to be opening up conference play against. Um, but I, you know, I think what they're looking for right now is, as a coaching staff is is more effort, and you know, are you getting the fight that you need out of these kids uh, more than the, the technical stuff? The technical stuff they'll keep working on, and uh, but with with some of the younger kids, and you know, for me. The, the two things that really stood out, I, I, I really like the, the conditioning of this team. And this has been a pretty consistent pattern under Kale now, a very consistent pattern under Kale, is that this team comes out of break in, in really good shape. And that is not always the case uh, with, with college wrestlers. Uh, you know, you get in that break and it's not that they're not uh, serious or committed, but, you know, you're home, you, you eat a couple of extra <laughs> things here or there that maybe you shouldn't. Uh, or you take an extra day or two off from you know just wrestling around, uh, and and I don't think it's a big deal. By the way, if kids do that, I don't think that's the end of the world. You have another couple of months till nationals. So, but Penn State uh, under K, oh, these guys just have um, done a remarkable job uh, of taking care of business uh, while they're at home and, and coming back um, in every bit as good a shape as when they left, if if not better. Uh, and I, I'm just always impressed with that because, again, that, that's just not uh, always been the case in the years I've covered the team. Uh, and I just don't think any of the kids uh, for Penn State looked like they were out of gas uh, in the third period. And even, a, you know, a kid like Matt Lee, just uh, the, the effort uh, for all three periods. I mean, he was clearly outmatched. But I thought the, the effort, he was con- consistently hustling back to the center and all of that. Uh and for me, you know, Shane Van Ness is the one guy I would kind of focus on out of the, the dual meet uh, just because, uh, again, it's another opportunity for him to get experience against a, a highly ranked opponent, which I think is just critical regardless of how the uh, bout unfolds. But as that thing went along, and it's been another consistent thing that we're seeing out of Van Ness, he kind of figures things out uh, and, you know, I'm not a big fan of ifs and going back and, you know, if that or if this. But, man, if he gets that takedown that he nearly had at the edge of the mat, it just would have been interesting to see how it played out. I'm not saying the outcome would have been any different, 
but I, I would have liked to have seen it because Van Ness was putting the pressure on him throughout the, the three periods. And I think, again, I, I'm still not sure if he got a little dinged up in that first period exchange or if he just was, uh, was tired. But I, I do think uh, Van Ness will uh, have everybody's full attention here when March rolls around. He, he is a guy that just wrestles hard, learns from each experience, and... You know, he reminds me a lot, and I'm not predicting a Carter Storacci-like run in the postseason, but Carter, that freshman season, uh, you know, had that loss to D.J. Washington, and then from there kind of figured things out, then got, you know, pretty well handled by Kemmerer in the Big Ten finals, and then obviously turned it around two weeks later. And I just think Van Ness is a similar style wrestler. Now, that weight class, I, I will say, I, both Van Ness and Facundo, the two kind of standout freshmen here, and then we'll obviously get to Levi Haynes as the third standout now. Uh, but I think those uh, those two guys are probably in the toughest, deepest weight classes in the country. So they could have good tournaments, really solid tournaments, and neither All-American. Uh, now, I think both will, uh, at least earn All-America honors this season. And then obviously the... The news that everybody else is going to be talking about is Levi Haynes. And listen, Levi is a special kid, and you can see him coming on. That was a really good opponent. Not you know, not a guy that I think is going to be on the podium here in March, but the step right below that. Uh, and Model has a lot of experience, and I just thought Levi, all seven minutes, controlled the, the action there. And listen, I'm not... Uh, I'm not the one that uh, is going to make the, the call here, but I don't think, I mean, everybody sees the handwriting and it has nothing to do with Terrell Baraclaw and uh, any lack of production there. It's just, you have something special and he's coming on very strongly here. And I just don't think the coaches are going to have a choice here, but to, to go with Levi the rest of the way. Uh, I think you answered the the great big question that people probably have about what you do with Levi, and it's hard it's hard to push that back. Sixteen to six on the road against a ranked kid, and as you said, controlling the match from start to finish. And I and I think you know the idea of explosive growth over the second half of the season. You know you're going to be looking at this, this kid as explosive growth over each progression in his career as well. So where he is right now versus where he's going to go. And it's because, you know, I've gotten to know Levi pretty well over the years. Um, it's because, like, if, if we, we talked a few weeks ago about the model Penn State prospect, right, and what they live for and how, what their attitude is like and being grateful for the opportunity and being humble and all that stuff, yeah. all of that is Levi Haynes. And he has been businesslike to the extreme. You know, he's from Biglerville High School. He won a state title as a, as a junior. He pinned a kid in the state finals. It was his 100th career win. I asked him afterwards, you know, that to get that state championship, what what does it mean? And then for the hundredth win, no less. And he's like, but he looked like he just like woke up from a nap or something. And he said something along the lines of, "Well, I guess I could have been more excited, you know." And and I think like that attitude uh, that he has and the ambition that he has, it's going to take him a long way. And and as much as we've seen him grow, it's still just the beginning. Yeah, it absolutely is. And I think that's that's the other. Part of this is, you know, I think he's already separating himself from uh, Terrell in terms of on on mat performance. And again, it's not a knock on Terrell. It's just that, that you have uh, something special here, and they knew that they had that. The question is, you know, can you hold off a year and letting that uh, specialness <laughs> take a hold on on the mat? 
And I just don't think you can at this point. I just think that, um, and I agree with everything you're saying in terms of, of what he brings to the table with his attitude, uh, with his approach. Um, and really, I, I would say that about all three, you know, the two redshirt freshmen along with Levi, who's of course a, a true freshman here, uh, is th- they all have that, uh, that humility. And the other thing that they have, uh, and I think this is an underrated uh, component of Penn State's success under Cal, is all of these guys obviously take wrestling very seriously. It's a very important part of their life. But they will all tell you, Jason Nolf, Bo Nichols, Zane Rutherford, David Taylor, I mean, David Taylor, you would think eats, uh, sleeps, and breathes wrestling. They will all tell you that they know and understand wrestling is part of their life. And there is a lot of other things going on. And while they want to win and they're putting everything into it to try to win, if they don't, uh, they will all tell you that, yeah, it doesn't define my life. I'll, I'll be fine. The sun will come up. And I'm just telling you, over the years of covering wrestling, I've covered a lot of kids for a lot of teams, including some at Penn State, uh, that 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 is not what they would tell you, that that not winning is um, feels like it's the end of the world to them. I'm telling you, when you have that that type of pressure on you, you wrestle differently than, hey, what an opportunity I have here. This is cool. Let me see what I can do. And if I don't, Bummer. I mean, big time bummer. But now I got to go on and uh, find success in the rest of my life. And, you know, I I see all of these guys, you know, Zane Rutherford just had his first kid, not to get too far off topic, but just to see the perspective that these guys have uh, in their life and what they're bringing to the table with what they do beyond the wrestling mat is, uh, is I think, probably the most rewarding thing uh, for this program, despite all of the accolades that they've had on the mat. And you know what I think is pretty cool, Jeff, is uh, just the idea, and I'm assuming what happens behind the scenes, but Kale doesn't have to tell these guys that. Like, I think the, the, the connection that's there and why the pipeline has continued for as long as it has and probably will continue until Kale hangs them up or whatever is that, you know, it's all just understood. This is just understood. Um, they're looking for a, a certain character attribute or two, um, certainly looking for high-level wrestlers, but looking for what you're describing. So it's not something that has to be addressed. Like, if you as a coach to a 20-year-old kid, let's say, you have to say, like, hey, take it easy when you lose, you know, that it's too late. So I think that as, as much as anything, they're finding guys who, who fit that. No, and it, it you're absolutely right, and it's a huge component, and I'm not going to, I don't want to go too far in the weeds here, but I, I will tell you that the neat thing about watching these guys, uh, you know, my, I have a seven-year-old son who we just started the M2 uh, training, he's just going once a week, just getting exposed to it, but I was thinking about this while we were down there, is that passion that they have for wrestling, and uh, Lincoln McElravey, for those that don't know, was one of the all-time greats at, at Iowa and just a heck of a lot of fun to watch. Not so much if you were an opponent, but I mean, he really, he had that offensive mindset that these Penn State kids largely bring to the table and piled up takedowns uh, like very few in the sport have done. There was a pressure on him to win. Uh, and, you know, part of it, I think, was internal. Part of it was family and part of it was fr- from the Iowa coaches. But one of the really sad things to me is is Lincoln McElravey today wants nothing to do with the sport. If if you uh, he's bitter uh, about the the experience because it was not 
fun. And I know, again, Penn State, I know, gets made fun of for, oh, yeah, it's fun because you're winning all these national titles. I'm telling you, that is not why it's fun. I think the titles are a result of the fact that these guys truly do. They, they have a passion for the sport. They love it. And you're just not going to hear any of these guys that wrestle through Kale come back later and say they, they hate the sport because Kale's not pushing them to do anything uh, that they, they don't want to do. I, I mean, he, you know, he may push to get some extra work in here or there on a particular uh, thing. But, you know, basically, I mean, Kale's attitude is, listen, if, if you want to be the best here, we're here, we'll help you. You tell us what we can do for you. And that's it. Uh, so 28-12, they win. I know we keep getting into the philosophy of the Penn State wrestling program. I'm sure we will continue to do that. Uh, they have a little bit of a break here. January 20th, uh, Bryce Jordan Center against Michigan is the next one. And then in the following week, January 27th, against Iowa at Bryce Jordan Center. So the two bigger venue contests there. That's Jeff Byers, and that's wrapping up here for the Keystone Kickoff Show. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. In the meantime, check us out, keystonesportsnetwork.com. Hey guys, this is Andrew from 409 Tailgate Club, here to talk to you about our new Coffee Barbecue Dry Rub set. Over the years, we've developed some great tailgate sauces and barbecue dry rubs, but our new coffee rubs are totally unique spice blends, low in sodium, and feature Happy Valley's finest coffee, W.C. Clark's, roasted right in the cheese shop in downtown State College. So head on over to 409tailgateclub.com, grab yourself some coffee rubs, and remember, always tailgate with honor. We are. Hi, this is Dustin Hawkinsmith from the Keystone Sports Network. For the best Penn State football analysis and commentary, go to keystonesportsnetwork.com. The rest of the KSN team and I will bring you game reviews, player evaluation, recruiting news, and plenty more. You may even hear directly from some of your favorite recruits. That's keystonesportsnetwork.com. You can also take Keystone Sports Network with you. Go to your app store and download Keystone Sports for your mobile device. For Penn State football news 52 weeks a year, count on the Keystone Sports Network.